Mostly Well with Marissa Faye. I am a functional nutritionist, which means that I specialize in optimizing how your body literally functions. And so it's everything in the spectrum from understanding what your organs do and understanding what the systems that those organs are a part of do to being able to assess if something's not working quite well, uh, and then having a good understanding of how to support those systems and organs um, to function better and to function well. So it's kind of a convoluted uh, way of explaining what I do, but I'm so open to questions that you have. And as we dive into this podcast, you'll, I'm sure, learn a little bit more about what it means oftentimes when someone calls them a functional nutritionist. So the other uh, thing to be aware of is that a lot of folks use titles that may or may not uh, really uh, descriptively <laughs> address what they do. Um, and so there are words, especially in, in the health sector that are used that really, there can be a lot of variation from one person to another. Um, and so that's my little just asterisk there. I want to dive in today um, with a topic that I think is super relevant, which is how do you know who to work with for your health. And so I want to give the caveat always, first and foremost, I'm not a doctor. I do not uh, prescribe or treat disease um, or diagnose it. Uh, that said, I do work in the realm of healing and I do have a deep understanding of, uh, of bodies, but this is not personal medical advice. So this is really educational information. And my main goal with this podcast is to empower you, whether you work with me, whether you work with someone I know, whether you work with some other person anywhere in the world, I want you to have more information so that you can make decisions for yourself. This is a radical idea, by the way. Uh, the American uh, medical system is created in a way in which it's this very uh, paternal setting, right? Where doctor knows best and you're a good patient if you don't question them. Um, and so I wanna shake up the system, y'all. <laughs> um, because that type of system, it doesn't work. It doesn't serve them and it doesn't serve you. Um, and so again, really today's episode is about empowering you so that you can make these choices for yourself. Okay. So diving in what to look for when you're searching for someone to help you with your health. Well, I'm going to tell you first, I'm going to share an anecdote. Okay. So, you know, I have spent the last few months spending more time on Facebook than I really <laughs> would like to admit, especially as someone who specializes in, you know, holistic and functional health. I'm also a yoga and mindfulness teacher, right? So I'm kind of like giving myself the shame on you finger. You can't see it, but I'm doing it for you. <laughs> so um, I know better, right? I know how over time that can affect my mental health and maybe affecting your mental health. And a trend that that I have really started to notice that is kind of scary to me is um, that folks are, you know, jumping on social media, especially I see this on Facebook, and they're asking for recommendations for their health. So they'll post things like, I have horrible acne, who can help me? Or um, my child struggles with just terrible constipation, who do you know that works in nutrition who could help me? Or, um, I'm a woman, I'm in my 30s, and I'm having trouble regulating my period. What have you done? 
right? So just really across the gamut, things that could touch um, a broad range of the health sector. Um, and then what ensues is, I'm not kidding you, hundreds of people commenting about who they think is best. And based on personal relationships, based on things that they've seen, right? Um, and by the way, like I do think it is really important that, you know, no particular provider is monopolizing uh, either the exact specialty they have or uh, the people that they work with. I think it's really important that we always have lots of options when it comes to our health. However, <sighs> You know, gotta love Facebook friends, right? But but we all have Facebook friends who are not really friends in real life, right? They're not IRL friends. They're maybe business acquaintances, or maybe it's your sister's brother's, you know, sister-in-law, or it's, I don't even know what that would be, but, um, or it's a former colleague, or it's some random person whose friendship you accepted, which please stop doing that. Like, that's a risk to your safety and well-being. So let's stop doing that. Uh, but anyways, so it could be anyone and they could have a variety of, you know, understanding and experience and ability to vet someone and they might not be good at it. Like, let's just call it what it is. You know, I see a lot of folks who have complex health issues make posts like that and folks will recommend someone, you know, who um, does something that can be helpful, but may not solve the root cause. So for example, you know, I've seen people who have diabetes post about wanting um, support for their diabetes that's gotten, you know, to a level that feels out of control for them. So great, right? Like things like uh, fitness professionals, wow. I mean, that can be really huge um, in someone's journey. However, that is not foundationally something that is going to support this person right out the gate. Um, and I say that as someone who like fitness is a huge part of my own health story, which we'll get into at another time. And it is something that I talk to my clients about, and it is something I refer my clients for, you know, when it's beyond things that are complementary um, to intensive protocols we're doing, but that's not necessarily what that person needs, right? And so this is where it becomes really important if you're the person posting that to have a better understanding of what the heck are you really looking for, right? Um, and can you be more specific if you do want to crowdsource on Facebook? Can you be more specific in your posts? So a couple of things that I think are really, really critical for you to understand in order to know who you're looking for, okay? So the first thing is you got to start with the basics and I know it's not sexy. And I know when people hear the basics, you're probably actually thinking um, of things that I would say are outside of the basics. So when I say the basics, I'm talking foundationally, you're experiencing a health issue. Your symptoms are the way that your body cries out for help. So I see it kind of like a toddler, right? <laughs> I don't have a toddler, but I've been around enough in my time. And I have two uh, little nephews who I adore. Um, but anyways, kind of like a toddler, like they don't quite have the exact language always to describe what's going on with them, but they sure as heck can show you through their emotions, right? And so your symptoms are like the toddler's emotions, right? They're kind of 
poking out and they're showing you something is not working here, right? But a lot of people think of basics as things that are just going to manage the symptoms. And if you're really wanting to shift something related to your health in a major way, we got to get deeper than that, y'all. We got to stop talking about surfacey quick fixes, okay? We got to dig in a little bit. And so when we're talking foundational, you're probably looking for someone like me, to be honest. You're looking for someone who does functional work. And you're probably looking for someone um, who does some type of functional wow. testing. And this is because um, I think a lot of us data is persuasive, right? So I'll tell you in my practice, you know, I have all kinds of people walk through my virtual door and there are people who are, I'm pretty confident I know what's going on. Like I'm pretty confident even down to the bacteria or the parasite, I think will show up on the lab results. What is going on? However, the type of protocol I'm going to develop is going to depend on what's going on in their body. And I think it's irresponsible to do really, really deep, intensive work without knowing what we're dealing with. Because as a practitioner, I don't want you to come back in my door a year from now with the same issue. I know I did my job if I start to see you less and less, frankly. So you need someone who's going to take a deeper look right? Who's going to, if they're not going to test, maybe they're going to do a lengthy assessment, right? They're going to really do a full health history on you. They're going to take a look at your lifestyle. They're going to take a look at how you move your body, how you sleep, what you're eating, right? So someone who's really, really going to dig in. This work is foundational. If you're experiencing, you know, a type of chronic health issue. Um, so that's going to be things that are majorly impacting your digestion, things that are majorly impacting your sleep, things that are majorly impacting your mental health, by the way. Um, so things like that, things that are impacting your ability to move your body, to live joyfully in your body, those are going to be things that most likely really, really need this deeper look. And so while it seems easier and more accessible to hire a fitness trainer, right, because one of your symptoms is sudden weight gain, or it seems easier and more acceptable to, um, you know, hire someone who I'm trying to think of the right word I want to use. There are a lot of diet coaches out there and I think they use a lot of different la labels and they're really just going to look at your food. Um, and again, while these are all helpful, this is only kind of nipping in the bud one symptom. And it's kind of like, uh, what was that game when we were kids that had, everybody had like a mallet. Is it like, it's not hungry hippos, but it's similar, right? <laughs> and so there were animals that would pop up and you'd whack them, whack-a-mole. <laughs> so whack-a-mole, it's kind of like whack-a-mole. And so if you just try to address something from that symptom angle, a mole's just going to pop up in another spot. So that's something to be aware of. So first of all, know that you're probably looking for somebody who really is going to dig deeper. And in fact, when you're vetting them, either through a conversation or just checking them out on social media, make sure that they have said that is what they do, that they've either said, I do root cause work, I um, I do foundation work, uh, I look to what's causing the symptoms, right? These are going to be buzzwords that you should be looking for, Okay. The next thing is education and training. And woof, like let's just take a minute for that. 
because we got to talk about, you know, the privilege inherent in that, um, which is, you know, not everyone has access to formal education on some of these things. And so the question can arise, you know, are they qualified? Okay. So first and foremost, there are a lot of ways to get education and training. So somebody who didn't go through, you know, four-year university and a number of years in grad school or, you know, a rotation in a clinical setting, it does not mean they are not qualified. And in fact, so I have a graduate degree in a health, um, in a health topic. And then I have certification and training all around functional nutritionist. I've taken hundreds of hours of training. Okay. But I have not gone through a, a program to gain me certain credentials so that I could bill through insurance, for example. However, I have a whole heck of a lot of practical knowledge and experience, right? And so there really is a time and place for education and training, but sometimes we make an active choice not to do it, uh, which is what I did, by the way, actively chose not to take that path for a number of reasons that we'll get into uh, at a later date. Um, but also there is this access issue, right, of finances and big investments that those of us who do this work have to make in ourselves and in our careers. And it's just not always possible. So you want to try to try to get a feel from the person who you might want to work with. Again, I recommend a conversation really, and most of us do some kind of brief, free or low, low cost conversation before we sign you on as a client. So I recommend you have that conversation, even if they've answered all your questions in email or um, in a text or something like that, because what you need to look for is um, someone who has an authentic sense of confidence. Okay. I'm going to say that again, an authentic sense of confidence. And why is this important? Well, there are a lot of people who have a false sense of confidence, right? So they're the people, when you get on the phone, they're going to tell you hundred percent. I know absolutely. I can help you. Um, I do the same thing with everyone. Big red flag there, by the way, I do the same process with everyone, blah, 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 blah. No. What you need to be listening for is, number one, I don't know enough about you and your health to tell you that this is a slam dunk. But what I do know is that if we address the foundations, if we address the root causes, if you and I are both engaged in this process, then it's going to give you the best chance to truly resolve these issues, right? So you notice there that you can hear I'm confident, right? I'm telling you, I know what I do. And I have worked with people like you. And there are so many factors outside of our control that are impacting your health that I can never guarantee, never guarantee what the outcome of this will be. And I know that's so hard, y'all. I know it's hard because when you're working with someone um, in kind of functional health, it's pretty rare that insurance is going to cover it. And so you're probably paying out of pocket, right? And a lot of us want guarantees when we start to spend our money out of pocket on health. Now, this is funny to me because I want you to pause this. And I want you to think about some of the things that you've spent money on recently that are not essential to your ongoing ability to thrive. Yeah right? Like uh, carry out meals, uh, clothes, new furniture, because we've all been doing that lately. Um, 
you know, a new, a new program or game or something like that, right? Like we tend to really freely spend money on entertainment things and stuff things, right? Like clothes and shoes and makeup and whatever, hair stuff, whatever calls to you in that realm. But we kind of balk when we're required to invest money in our health because we've been like sold this idea that like insurance is the be all end all. And while that would be fantastic if that were the truth, it is unfortunate that it's not. And that's a conversation for another time. So second tip, you're looking for someone who has an authentic sense of confidence in their skill set and ability. And you want to ask them what their process is, right? You want to have them explain exactly how they approach the work that they do. Again, this is you interviewing them because guess what? It's your choice. And so these are all just interview skills for you to have when you want to work with somebody in functional health, okay? Now, you do want to see that they have participated in certification programs in um, that they're regularly engaging in continuing education, right? Um, You want to know that they're kind of in in the, I like to say data, but I'm using this really broadly um, to say that they're staying current, right? Because you know, health information, when it, when we're in the medical setting, right? So when you see your doctor, it takes about 20 years for something to go to research, from research to practice, which is insane to me. But those of us in kind of functional and holistic health, we, uh, if we take what we do seriously, which a lot of us do and some of us don't, right? Um, then we're constantly refreshing. We're constantly updating. We're seeing what's coming out in the research. We're getting ahead of the trends. So I feel like you're seeing this now probably in the sense that you know how important gut health is. I mean, that's us. <laughs> that's my people. That's us really championing that for a long time. And, and I would even say it's before me and my people because, you know, we really could borrow some information from um, traditional and ancient, you know, healing practices there too. So just some things to be aware of then when you're choosing that person, okay? And then the third thing for you to make sure that you know when you're trying to or looking for someone to work with is know what you're going to get for your money. And this is not to say that these things will be cheap uh, or inexpensive. However, you want to be clear about what your money is buying you, right? Like, is it buying you access to someone 24-7? Is it buying you just in visit time? Is it buying you um, supplements as a part of the program? You know, you just want to be clear. And uh, I was thinking about in the shower this morning, that phrase, clear is kind. And so here's a little anecdote for that. So when I was in high school, uh, I did theater and music. And and that's a part of graduation. You know, all of the, everybody else who was in that crowd, we'd have like a party after the final musical. And um, they would give a, I don't even know if it's a nickname, kind of like a yearbook type situation where someone would be voted like class clown and they would give you like a a way that people thought of you. And so it was this night, it was after the final musical that seniors were going to be in. I was uh, in that musical and uh, we were at someone's house who was in the cast and it was my turn. And uh, I recall that there was not a ton that they had to say about me, except that my word or my identity was blunt. I'm just going to take a beat. 
Because can you imagine being a 17-year-old and having your peers say to all these other people, like, this person's charismatic and this person's beautiful and this person's the best singer and, right, like, all of these types of things. And then they get to me and they say, Marissa's blunt. And I was a little bit devastated. Like, that, that hit me hard. However, as an adult, I'm actually damn proud of this because you know what? Teenagers don't understand clear is kind in most cases because it's uh, a learned skill. And depending where you grew up, this wasn't a priority, right, to teach really healthy, direct communication. But um, it's something I acquired and I got better and better at. Um, and so in my work, clear is kind, y'all. Like if you ask me a question, if there's something you want to know about what it's going to be like to work with me, I don't want to leave a stone unturned. I want you to ask everything you need to ask so that you can really be engaged in the process. By the way, they're fixing my uh, porch right now. So you're hearing someone right outside this door just banging away out there. <laughs> so ignore that. Um, but Clear is kind, right? And so ask the questions that you have. Have an understanding of what you're signing up for. Um, I also really recommend, because diet culture is rampant, that you get more details about how someone's going to work with you on food, right? Are they going to be looking to severely restrict things forever and ever? Is there a process of modifying your diet in the long term? But really being transparent about um, broadly some of those things, because again, they're not, they shouldn't be able to give you a ton of specifics, right? Right? because your body is unique, okay? So those are my tips. My tips for trying to find someone to work with you on your health um, and really get to the foundations, really get you feeling better managing and reducing, getting rid of multiple symptoms, right, is going to be number one. Uh, is going to be number one, knowing what you're looking for, right? And then really uh, vetting who that person is, having an understanding of if they know what they're doing, if they have authentic confidence, and then having an understanding of what you're going to be getting for your money. So it's all about empowering you in this process. I would love to hear from you on what questions you have. Um, as this podcast grows and shifts and meets needs. Um, and again, I am Marissa Fay. You can find me on Instagram at Marissa underscore Fay, F-A-Y-E. And uh, you can find me on Facebook, Marissa Fay Functional Nutritionist. You can also find me uh, on my website, which is www.marissafay.com. And I'd love it if this episode was helpful for you, if you'd share it with a friend. Until next time. <laughs>